We promised it to you, and we always deliver. It's Drag Roast Recap on Hot Media. Icon of the Los Angeles comedy improv and sketch scene. Coming to us from Culver City, California. Please give it up for the one, the only, the talented Miss Lori Rockencamp. Hello, Lori. Oh, we're not hearing you, hello. Lori. Oh, there you are. She's also a professional hello, hello, broadcaster, hello. as we should point out to everybody. Been doing this at least five years. Yeah, when did we first? Cause I think the first time you were really on a podcast was with us, right? Like you'd been on podcast before, but where you were consistently on a podcast. Yes, yeah, I think shortly after that. Oh, hold I on, the beat's gonna drop. The beat's gonna drop. Whoopum Gangnam Style. Anyway, what were you saying? Oh, Lori just left. She just, I think she was so angry that I did that. She left. No, sorry. The air conditioner that we hooked up in the living room just started blowing hot air at me, and so I realized that I had hadn't turned it off. Oh. Um. Yeah, I think shortly after that, I started doing stuff with Louise Planker, and then Marie and I started doing our podcast. Boring, boring. Okay, so uh, today, Lori, we are talking today about um. <clears throat> The roast uh, from the 2022 All-Star 7 uh, Kennedy Davenport Center Honors Hall of Shade episode. I can't believe it off the top of my head. But uh, that's what we're doing today. And we're going to go and, and we want to get through this. So we're going to jump right into it, Lori. By the way, I'm going to tell you something. I watched it again for the third time as I recorded it. You know, as I pulled the audio. I'm going to tell you something surprising. My opinion has changed on some of them. Ooh, really? Mm-hmm. Because then I was actually listening for audio. I watched it. Uh, I will say I rewatched it, and my opinion not not a hundred percent, but my opinion has changed slightly too. Yeah, very curious. So, so we'll stop as we go. You know, we're not going to play the whole thing because we not. That's not how we do. Also, it's against the law. Like, technically, you know, legally, we can do what we're doing. We just stop every few seconds, about 30 seconds yeah. or so, and comment and, and analyze it. Uh, well, you know that there's a fair use uh, court case. I forgot the, I for, totally forgot the issue, but that essentially will put in jeopardy every, every, anytime anybody wants to use a clip or wants to do anything that resembles another piece of work, which I think is going to be interesting. So. Soon this could be even illegal. Just oh, playing we'll, a brief clip. We'll find out. All right, so let's start because the first one up is Raja, right? Yes. And we are going to listen to that clip and we're going to analyze it from top to bottom. Here we go. Good evening, everyone. I'm Raja, an honoree of the Kennedy Davenport Center Honors Hall of Shade. <laughs> I'm assuming this is the part that you said was her trying to do Eartha Kit. 
Yeah, it the the little tone. So again, like I'm just going to say this in the beginning so I don't repeat myself, which I'm going to do anyways. Mm-hmm. But for a roast, roasts are very simplistic jokes, right? And I think the problem is, is people think that because they're simplistic that they're easy. But they're not. It's a very, very rough format because you have to be very concise with your wording, which is why I suck at them. So, and you also have to be very like monotone and on point. You can't, your inflection and the way you tell a joke can also change the demeanor of the joke and how it's perceived. And I know this sounds like I'm nitpicky, but legitimately, from my my own opinion, when she did that, she changed the energy of what she was going for. And then she had to redirect back to a normal voice. And that just really wasted a lot of time and kind of screwed her up in the beginning. And you'll Mm. see she goes for a little while before she gets laughs, like true, like laughs on her jokes. So. Okay. That seems to be very involved. Wow. This is why you're the professor of comedy, Lori. Yes, exactly. All right. Here we go. (laughs) I've made it. I've really, really made it. (laughs) Rue and I, you know. That, I mean, that's a Sally Field joke from the Oscars, but it's like not funny. No. And also that's what's called a saver, right? So those Mm -hmm. savers are throwaway jokes. And the problem with the saver is that savers actually they like it's kind of hard to explain a saver. So the best way I can explain it is a saver is like let's say it's really hot, right? And in order to cool yourself off, you start waving yourself, you start waving in front of yourself like a fan, mm-hmm. right? To get some air to your face. Mm-hmm. Well, in actuality, that's hurting you more than helping you because you're doing, you're moving your arm, you're you're causing yourself to waste more energy. You're actually getting hotter, and so the air is not really doing anything. And a saver is sort of the same way when you tell a joke undercuts your what you're trying to do and then therefore moving into the next joke is going to become that much harder Mm. because then people start looking for the savers rather than the punchline if Mm. that makes sense all right we go way back the first time i met rue i asked her for an autograph that handprint still remains on that cave wall today (laughs) good joke it's good but you notice that I mean, it's a good, it's a good amount of laugh, but it's, it could, I feel like it could have been a lot more laughter. It could have been the, the punchline was good enough that I felt like it should, there should have been more laughs. So, um, but yeah, I mean, overall, that was a good joke. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, hey, Monet. I heard Monet lives in Hollywood now, but her hairline lives in Reseda. (laughs) (laughs) That's a good joke. See that one. See, that's the energy that you want to be at, right? That right there, this is the start of her roast. Mm-hmm. So she's wasted so much time, and this is this is her starting point. So she only has a little, I don't know if she has that much more to go, but so she she wasted a lot of time getting to that point. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I Ubered here today, and my driver was an oversharing alcoholic with rancid BO. That motherfucker still had more stars than Shea Coulee. (laughs) It's a good joke, but I don't really get it. Yeah, I mean... Oh, wait, because he's an Uber... Oh, you know, you get stars in your Uber driver. It's it's a different set of stars, but the the whole thing is that you get stars. (laughs) 
The Vivian has joined us from Liverpool, which is ironic because her liver is drowned in a pool of booze. <laughs> I think it's a good it's joke, not- too. I, it's a good joke, but it's not worded correctly. I also don't think it's ironic. No, it's not. It's coincidental. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But. <laughs> Viv has done so much ketamine, people are betting on her at the Kentucky Derby. <laughs> Another good joke. Before I exit, a few words about our... Even though that doesn't make any sense because it's a horse tranquilizer. Why would they... I don't know. Next, a steam speaker. Evie Oddly. Yeah. So I'm going to say, I'm going to change my opinion of Raja. I'm going to say she did better than average. She would probably be in my fourth place, maybe even. I actually liked her jokes. On a, on a, on a re-listen, I'm moving her up. But I think you're right, Lori. I think with what you were talking about earlier is when I, the first and second time I watched it, I didn't really like her because she had maybe set the bar too low for herself. So so it wasn't until I really listened and analyzed it where I was like, oh, these jokes are actually pretty good. Yeah. Especially no, I, I think she did a she did a good job. It's just that she, you know, she stumbled a little bit. And like I said, this is a, you know, this is a pennies and nickels game. This is yeah. like, this is... I know it seems nitpicky, but when you're dealing with a roast, it's very critical that you stay, you know, you stay with the rhythm and you stay on note. Yeah. All right. Here we go. Evie's got such amazing, quirky, eclectic style. And by style, I mean she has a massive donkey dick. Please welcome (laughs) to the stage, Evie Oddly. Thank you, Raj. So just and this is gonna be a running theme in the E B oddly big dick joke, but uh And how is that a slam? That's what I, I wanna know. know. Well there's a lot of these in this, yeah. 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 I think they have nothing to say about her. Uh, for that inspiring glimpse into what my future holds, if I just keep saying yes to drugs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was thinking of you a better I was thinking of a better bit. I was thinking and I don't know, maybe this isn't good, but Instead of drugs, saying I just keep saying yes to RuPaul. How would I that make sense? Silence that that doesn't. Well, Roger hasn't done anything for RuPaul since really season three in fashion photo review. I mean, hasn't she been doing like makeup and fashion and stuff for the Drag Race? No. She did. A, she did oh, a show called Fashion that. Photo Review for World of Wonder. Is that what you're talking about? Oh. I don't know. I thought you had said that she had done stuff for RuPaul, like ma- makeup and That's hair and stuff. Oh, never mind then. Will you please shut the fuck up with your no drag knowledge mouth? All right, let's move on here. You look so stunning. You really are my favorite winner of All Stars 4. (laughs) (laughs) You shady bitch. I mean, the joke is okay. I think that was a mercy laugh because she hadn't been getting laughs and they cut it down because that joke's like not even that good. And also you notice that hers is a lot shorter than Raja's, I feel. Yeah, yeah. And um, I think it's because they did like a courtesy edit. You know, they took out all the stuff that just really didn't land that much. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's it's not. I mean, it's sort of like okay, ha ha ha. You know, two people won, and so it, it's sort of just more of a yeah, we get it. 
you know, we get, I don't know. It's more, yeah. it's a leading joke. Yeah. And when, when you can see where, where you're, where it's going, then it's not that funny. All right, here we go. The Tuck is here tonight. Yeah. Trin is known by so many as a pageant queen, a performer. But to me, Trin will always just be a prostitute. <laughs> Why? Yeah. Hers are almost a little bit like non sequiturs a little bit. Yeah. Like it, it, they don't really have a connection. But it's just, you know, if they had like a drag queen roast joke book, this would be in there because it's so general and non-specific. That yeah, it could hit any and of them. She, that's a, you make up a good point though. She, there needs to be callbacks. There needs to be something that goes like, mm. "Why does she? Why is she a prostitute to you?" Yeah. All right, here we go. <laughs> I actually do have so much respect for Trin. I'm not even going to joke about her surgical enhancements because, honestly, even Jinx has had some plastic surgery done. She does a lot of jokes where they're going to hit someone and they take a hard left because this is really a Jinx joke. Which, where I thought the funny joke would have been, I'm not, I'm not going to talk about her, lo- her plastic surgery or her nose collapsing or the fact that she you know looks cheap or i don't know whatever you know like do that whole thing but that's not where she yeah. went she just went on a weird jinx read yeah Here we go. i'll give you time to look for it <laughs> no really she got yes. to be honest with you isn't plastic surgery meant to not be seen like the whole point of plastic surgery is you don't want it to be seen I don't know. I think so, drag queens try and defy that every day, but yes. <laughs> so to me, I was just sort of like, okay, like, you know, this isn't the greatest. Yeah. Cause uh, I think the, the, the joke, the way you're saying would be like, like, uh, Jinx and all this plastic surgery. Like, I know right, you can't tell, right? You can't. And yeah. then to go into the joke. Yeah. And also it was way too long of a setup. Yeah. Way too long. And also she talks about her hairline, which isn't, is that plastic surgery? Yeah, I think so. Oh, I think I if know. you have to, if you move a part of your skin forward, okay, right. anything that involves that, it's plastic surgery. Fine, done. Which means that she thought to herself, "Yeah, that's the problem." <laughs> <laughs> the next speaker tonight, she puts the star in one star. Shea Kule. <laughs> that was a good joke. Yeah. Thank you. Okay, so we'll stop there for a second. Evie Oddly, uh, if, if I had to grade Raja, I would give her a B. Okay? Uh, if I had to grade Evie, I'd give her like a C. I give her an F. Oh, you give her an F? You give Evie an F? No, no, no. Hard C for me. Yeah. Okay. I did not think she did very well. All right, here we go. I thought the laughs were all like, so, you know, like supportive. We don't want you to bomb laughs. Yeah. All right. Here we go. Thank you so much, Evie. I can't think of enough words to describe you. Well, nice ones anyway. <laughs> Jada Essence Hall. To me, that's like a setup to go into your Evie rant or Evie, you know, hunk. But she yeah, that just le- it just leaves it there. Yeah, they're very, they're like very cut off. The jokes are not f- f- um, fleshed out. Mm-hmm. As they say. So it, it, you're sort of left wanting more. You're like, okay, can you, you know, even though 
row strokes are supposed to be, you know, very short, you still want to have like a whole package, you know, mm-hmm. thing. You want to have it all tied up where, you know, the thread of what, what, what she's saying and to just sort of bring up a topic, but not discuss it is a little, it's a little, it's like edging almost. Yeah. You know? right. All okay. is here. I love that skinny little bitch. Jada. See, this is, this is we're going here. This is Jada now. She, I'm, I love, I love that skinny little bitch. And then all the jokes are going to be how like skinny Jada is. The problem with that one, and I know this again, it, it seems nitpicky, but she, she says, I love that skinny little bitch, but she doesn't say Jada is a skinny, is such a skinny little bitch. No, that just fra- turn a phrase, I think would have set this joke, joke up so much better. It gets a good laugh. But that's because, you know, there's a lot, again, there's a courtesy laughter, but it takes a while for people to go like, oh, she's doing a run. She's doing, you know, she's tagging these jokes Mm -hmm. because she doesn't set up the joke. She just sort of says, I love that skinny little bitch. And then you think she's moving on to another joke and then you, you get here. Essence Hall is such a skinny little bitch that she wears earring backs as bracelets. (laughs) I mean, she could have even started with that. Yeah. She could just say, Jada, you could have even just said, we have Jada and Saul. She's such a skinny little bitch and just go into it. Like you, she didn't, it, it deflates her momentum by adding that. I love that skinny little bitch. It re, I mean, it just kind of, I, I thought it really stunk up her whole thing. Essence Hall is such a skinny little bitch that she uses a tampon as a flotation device. <laughs> Jada Essence Hall is such a skinny little bitch that when she stands in front of a fun house mirror, she looks like Monet Exchange. <laughs> Monet. And I want to go to Monet. But the Jada so, Essence Hall is like, oh, you're so skinny, which in the drag fashion beauty world, that's considered a compliment. What's the, what was the first skinny little bitch? And she wore uh, the backs of earrings as bracelets. Okay, so I feel like it was it was a de-escalation and not a heightening. So with jokes, you want to do a heightening of the joke. You want to start off at like a very basic level and go forward. So, and she had two two of the same bit. She had that she wears uh, ringbacks as is hoop you know, as, as bracelets. And then she uses a tampon as a flotation device. She needs to pick one or the other. She mm-hmm. can't have the same kind of like, she's small thing. Mm-hmm. So the, the first one should have been that when she stands in front of the, a fun house mirror, she looks like Monet exchange, right? That is a good juxtaposition, right? And then you go into maybe the tampon one, and then you can either do another even crazier heightening, or you can do a sudden de-escalation and do something completely, you know, do a turnaround and do something completely different. Mm-hmm. But the her ordering of that joke was not good. All right here we go. Now we're just gonna move on to Monet, Monet Exchange. A exchange. I don't want to objectify you, but truly, your ass does give new meaning to the term "dark side of the moon." <laughs> Trinity. Why does it give new meaning? I don't know. That makes no sense. And also, that's a. More, wouldn't that be more of a compliment than a shade? Yes. The tuck. I'm not going to stand here like all these other girls calling you a slut. You're also dumb. <laughs> <laughs> See, then, again, they missed the, a missed the opportunity of what you were saying. The joke you were saying would have been great. Mm-hmm. 
See, I felt like she did not take the note that uh, Solomon Giorgio said, which is to be super nice but say awful things. Mm-hmm. She's being super nice and saying nice things in a way that seems like they're awful. Like it's not, they're not coming across as, as roasts. And as I wrap up, I realize that I've actually forgotten about Raja, which I'm sure most of you already have as well. <laughs> oh, I think they cut that joke out. Because sometimes she's introducing a joke and then they go to the end. Let me see here. Just signs and hide your keys. It's Jinx Monsoon. Yeah, they, they, they cut that joke. Laura, you're on me. Well, I mean, I don't know if they cut it. No, or... oh, man. Oh, okay. It was, there's a delay. Uh, I think, yeah, I think she, uh, I think there was more joke. I don't know. It sounds to me that there was more joke. I-, I wish this soundboard makes it hard to jump back, but, uh, yeah. All right. Let's get some- now we're going over to Jinx Monsoon. All right, here we go. <laughs> I am so honored to be honored here tonight at this imaginary event. (laughs) Right out the gate. I mean, honestly, I'm not going to really talk a lot during Jinx's because I want you guys to pay attention to how she, within the set as a whole, heightens, Mm -hmm. within each within the jokes heightens and then also how, how she chooses to use her words and, and it just everything. It's a masterclass to me in roasting. Oh, it's a master class. It's just a good roast. To me, to me. She did a great job. All right. To me, maybe a master class for drag queens, but I don't think for real roasters. Like Lisa Lampanelli? Well, I mean, uh, yeah. Yeah. All right. Here we go. Well, if you're getting a real roaster in there. Yeah. Oh, RuPaul, the Rosetta Stone of drag. (laughs) You are such a kinky bitch. You've been edging Shangela for like 11 years now. And we all just sat and watched, so I guess we're complicit. (laughs) And then Ross Matthews, you look great. I'll have whatever intestinal parasite she's having. Like, it's good. I mean, I, again, like I said, a real roaster would have much stronger, harsher, meaner jokes. She is limited. They're not going to put things that are really harsh on these. Yeah. Things. Yeah. I would love it to see at least Lampanelli roast. Oh, she would fucking call. destroy them. Yeah. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> and Evie Oddly. Now, Evie Oddly has been objectified a lot this season, and I don't want to contribute to that. <sighs> Anyway, here's some dick jokes. (laughs) I actually don't get the... I mean, I get the joke. But, like, if she doesn't want to do it, then why is she doing the dick jokes? I think... I think she doesn't want to contribute, but she still wants to tell dick jokes. Okay. Evie Oddly's dick is so big, when she tucks, she has to tape it between her shoulder blades. (laughs) Evie Oddly's dick is so big, it has its own heartbeat. (laughs) Evie Oddly's dick is so big, when I was doing a line of coke off of it, I had time to stop and reflect and realized I've become my mother. (laughs) See, this is kind of... <laughs> this is kind of what you were talking about. There's an escalation, almost like an uh, even though they're all jokes. The third joke here is the is the joke that hits the best. Yeah, yeah. No, I agree. Yeah, the third third joke, is, the rule of threes, and the third joke has to be the the best one out mm-hmm. of all of them. Yeah. All right, here we go. 
Then there's Trinity, Trinity, my goodness, so kind and compassionate and caring. She even let her last boyfriend down easy. She said, let's just be cousins. <laughs> Good joke. <laughs> now, before Trinity comes up here and gives it her best shot, just remember she was raised by snake handlers in Appalachia. Thank you. <laughs> I don't know what that means. Explain that to me, Laurie. That, you know, she was raised by idiots, by crazy people. Oh, I see. Hmm. <laughs> okay. We, just like the show, we're going to take a break right here. When we come back, we're going to talk about the remaining four contestants. We'll be back right after this. Yeah, we are back with analysis. Lori's going really deep on this analysis of the roast here at uh, RuPaul's Drag Race. We're going to continue on next. I believe Trinity's coming up next. Uh, Lori, anything to say before we get back into Trinity? No, I, I thought, although I do think it's interesting that they didn't have her do like a, she didn't, they didn't have her come on and comment on anything. It's almost like they knew that Jinx was going to do really well. So they go to commercial, they come back, and then they're like, and here's Jinx Monster, or not Jinx, uh, Trinity the Tuck Taylor, and then they mm -hmm. have her. So it's almost like they kind of saved her from having to do an intro or anything. Welcome back to the Kennedy Davenport Center Honors. Well, hi, I'm Trinity the Tuck. I'm super excited to be here at the John F. Kennedy Davenport Center of Disease Control. <laughs> I know she gets a lot of praise. I don't think that joke's that good. No. It doesn't, I, I mean, to me, it doesn't make sense. No. <laughs> the first queen I would like to celebrate tonight is Jinx Monsoon. Jinx was such an ugly baby. Her birth certificate came with an apology letter from a condom factory. <laughs> Okay, so this joke right off the bat just sounds like it's a generic, like, your mama joke. Yeah, it's a, it's a, I would say for, it's a good beginner roast joke, you know. Mm -hmm. It's like, but one of the things is, again, I would say if you're, if you know where you're, where it's going, to me, I like the ones that have like almost a turn or they heighten or, you know, something that's unexpected. Mm -hmm. And this one was not ex unexpected. All right, here we go. <laughs> but have you seen her husband? He's actually really cute. He actually <laughs> likes to dress her up like a pinata before sex because he likes to be blindfolded before he hits it. <laughs> Too many words. Too many words. Too many words. But it's a good joke. But yeah, she should. If she should, if she could have cut down the words, it'd been a stronger joke. And you could tell that she messed up her pacing because mm -hmm. there were too many words. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we didn't give a grade to uh, Evie, and we didn't give a. Well, you gave a grade to Evie, right? I gave her a C. You gave her an F. I we didn't give F. a grade to Shay, and we didn't give a grade to Jinx. What's your grade for Shay? C. Oh no, Shay over. You said Evie's an F, and Shay's a C. Uh, well, I guess yeah. Now that I think about it, that's weird. 
Uh, I'll flip it. <clears throat> Evie's a C and Shay's an F. Oh, okay. I would say yeah, Shay's like a D plus in my book. And then okay. Jinx, you're going to give what? A. A plus. I'm going to give her, believe it, I'm going to give her a B, a B plus. Really? Yeah, B plus. <laughs> Speaking of the beautifully challenged, Evie, I, all joking aside, I just want to let you know, don't let anyone ever tell you you're not pretty. You're not, but don't let them tell you. <laughs> I mean, I feel that joke's as old as RuPaul. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> when I think of pretty people, Monet comes to mind. She's also a classically trained musician. She plays a great second fiddle to Bob the Drag Queen. That's a good joke. That is a good joke, but you could tell that she's struggling to get the words out. Yeah. <laughs> Comedy runs in Monet's family. Her mother delivered at least one joke. <laughs> That's not a good joke. I mean, so yeah. on the nose and so like. Also, she she already kind of did a she did a slam already. She did a roast of Monet, so it's like mm-hmm. move on. You know, the time frame that they're given. I don't necessarily think that you should spend more than one joke on each person. Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> 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 you know, I tried to look up Raja, but Wikipedia doesn't go back that far. <laughs> See, that one I didn't get because Wikipedia goes back very far. Well, it's, so, also not a, it's, not, it's not a chronological document. Yeah. That's the thing. The, and, diction, the dictionary doesn't go back that far. Yeah. yeah it doesn't make any sense. But, I mean, it is a good joke, though. Even though it makes no sense, it's a good joke. I, I don't know. I just, I don't think it is. It doesn't make sense. Okay. Well, I think this is the end. Hold on. She's statuesque. Oh. A tall drink of water. If that water was from Flint, Michigan. That's a good joke, too. Our next speaker is the reason I'm only half a winner. I wish her mother would have swallowed. For Monet okay, so what are you giving Trinity here? What's your grade? Um, I would say a, a D. Oh, D. really? Wow, yeah. you're rough. So she's worse than Evie in your book. No, I guess not. I don't know. I'm all over the place with grading. Yeah. So I'm going to give Evie a D, and then I'm going to give uh Trinity a C. I think Trinity to me is a C plus. Okay. Right. <laughs> oh, oh my God, this is unprecedented. <laughs> Trinity the Tuck has garnered laughter and applause at a Drag Race roast. <laughs> my God, I never thought I would see the day. You know? <laughs> Truthfully, I don't really know Jinx that well. I've only ever seen her at her one person show. Wait, sorry. Too, sorry. too hard there to was visit. One- hmm? Too hard to visit. Mm-hmm. That from that. Well, I think she. I think. I think she. True. I think. Well, I think that first part was truly a surprise that Trinity did as well. She did. Well, I. I agree. I think that she had a joke, mm-hmm. or when she doesn't do well and she did well, and then which to me I think is all on her because you see the way the judges are going. Mm-hmm. You know, every every challenge is a slam dunk sort yeah. of thing. Mm-hmm. So. All right, here we go. One person at Jinx's show. Yeah, yeah that was it. That show, there, there's always, there, we've already seen like three variations on that joke already, you know. 
yeah, the and one also, star and like yeah. Also, I mean, not again, not this is not something that necessarily she has control over, but Jinx is doing very well in the show. Mm-hmm. So slamming somebody who's doing well doesn't really hit as hard because you're like, you can always go, well, they're doing well, you know, mm-hmm. they're doing really well. So how do you, you know, it, I don't know. It just seems false. It comes off as false. All right, here we go. Move on. And interestingly enough, at Jinx's show, that's when I discovered I was narcoleptic. <laughs> that's a good joke. That's a really good joke, actually. That uh, is a good joke, but it's a good joke for somebody else because, again, we've seen that she's very funny. So, I don't know. It just, again, it comes off as false because it's like she's not, I, I don't know. I'm not explaining myself well, but it's just, it just comes off false. Well, I don't think this, I don't, okay, Lori, you're, you're, you're trying to look for verisimilitude in these silly jokes. It's not like, it's not like, uh, Jada's so skinny that she really wears a ring back as a bracelet. No, I know. You're right. You're right. Yeah. But I just think that, I don't know. I, I'm being nitpicky. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Viv, it's been an absolute pleasure watching you grow as a person throughout this competition. Okay, we're getting to a really uncomfortable joke for a couple of reasons. But one is the Vivian just recently lost a lot of weight and is not by any stretch of the imagination fat. No. So there's that. And then Viv has a weird reaction. Like the Viv takes everything too seriously. Like they're all ripping on each other. Well, you'll hear. You're living proof that it gets butter <laughs> and eggs and sugar. <laughs> Wait, listen in the background. You can hear the, la- the the laugh track. Listen, listen here for the laugh track. Listen. And flour, and Wait, it makes a sheet cake, <laughs> and it eats the sheet cake alone, and then it gets better. <laughs> Thinner than you, bitch. <laughs> yeah, that was weird. Well, I mean, again, but the, I think that the thing is of the, I don't know. Again, the thinner than you. I'm talking about the thinner than you, bitch. Like no, no one what else I agree has heckled. What I, I, it would be like if, you know, we made fun of Ralphie Mae for being fat. You know, yeah. it's like, it's like, well, we're fat. Yeah. So it's like, it's the same thing with Jinx, uh, you know, ragging on Jinx for not being, not having enough people or her show being boring. It's like, she does, she's doing really well. She, she's funny. Viv is not, not that fat and is not, you know, and is basically the, almost the same size or if not skinnier than Monet. So the slams are sort of like coming from a place where it, it almost seems like she's kind of self projecting like her own insecurities on these people. I feel we're overanalyzing this, but I will say like, um, the Vivian is not fat, used to be, but is not fat. Jinx does have narcolepsy. Oh, I did not know that. Yes. Jinx is narcoleptic. And that was a big uh, plot point in season five. Will you please shut the fuck up with your no drag knowledge mouth? All right, here we go. (laughs) And now I want to talk to a true artifact of drag, Miss Raja. Every single day we hear Raja going off about her Sauvignon Blanc. Clap once if you need help. <laughs> yeah, I'm talking to your liver. You hear me? That was good. I like that. That one was really funny. <laughs> Jada, Jada, Jada. The essence of beauty and the teeth of a baby. <laughs> That's a weird one because do we know that Jada has baby teeth? And I didn't see any evidence of it. That's a, it's a really weird yeah. joke. 
that is a weird joke. Although I do think it's funny. <laughs> Jada. <laughs> do, you, do you hear the laugh track in the background? Oh, that's a laugh track. See, listen, I listen, thought listen. that was like the production it, crew laughing. It's in the. It's vague. <laughs> Shay Kool Aid. You know, Shay is everywhere. She's in magazines. She was on The Bachelorette. She's been in so many movies. You know, it's. <laughs> <laughs> I will say, good use of sound editing because the laugh track is very subtle in the back. It just sort of like beefs up the laughter in the room. They're not overplaying it. It's a really good job. Um, what? That's a weird hit, too, that she was only in one movie? That's bizarre. Yeah. Again, that, that's the thing, is, like, she's doing a lot. I mean, she was in a movie. That's pretty great. Yeah. How many of them have been yeah. in movies? In one yeah. movie, you know? <laughs> Next up is a queen who's going to come here and cool things down. <laughs> she is the messence of beauty. Fix the noise for Jada. <laughs> okay, now. What is the... Messence is that like well she goes by the essence of beauty so she's calling her the messence of beauty oh okay now Lori uh what grade would you give Monet again I feel like I'm doing a terrible job with the grading uh I would say a D yeah I gave her a higher mark on the show than I think I would now I think I'd give her a C I think I, I think she's maybe I'd give I'd move um Evie down to a C minus and put Monet in the C spot or C. I think plus. I agree. You know what? I think I'm going to give Trinity a B and I'm going to give Monet a, a C. Okay. Thanks, Monet, for that lovely introduction. <laughs> now, Twinners, Trinity, and Monet have the biggest asses of any winners of RuPaul's Drag Race. The only difference is Trinity has a fake ass bitch, and Monet is just a fake ass bitch. <laughs> good joke, uh, not good read. No. Yeah, yeah because the whole thing is clunky. Yeah, because it's Trinity has a fake ass bitch, and while Monet is a fake ass bitch, or no, Monet is a fake ass bitch. Yeah. There's like a sing songiness that needs to happen. She's not getting it. Yeah. There's, uh, you know, those like spinny tops when they like spin and spin and spin, they start yeah. to slow down. Mm-hmm. This is right now, uh, Jade is slowing down. And so eventually oh, okay. she's going to topple uh, over. Jinx my monsoon. <laughs> <laughs> Happy Shark Week. What does that mean? They, her, they keep I guess her teeth. Yeah, I guess she has. I've never noticed her teeth being odd. <laughs> <laughs> I think they used to be, and I think she got them fixed. But let's see. The only oh. thing sharper than Jinx's pearly thing than Jinx's wit uh, uh, are her uh, pearly whites. There we go. Uh, there we go. And yellows yeah. and beiges <laughs> and grays. <laughs> Evie. Oh shit! If you lay down with her and have a go with that beast that she's mus mus ah, I wonder why she's messing this up so much. I think she's ner- she's super nervous. I think she she even said that it's hard for her to do you know like joke stuff, and so I think I think she's just she met she's messing up the the punchline of the bits, and so it's it's getting in her head. If you lay down with her with that beast that she's hiding as a that she's passing off as a penis, there's sure to be a mess. Which is pretty much what's happening right now for this motherfucking roast right now. <laughs> and that's a great, that is a great move of hers, I will say, because I think she does a great job of recognizing that it's not going well. And 
you know, sort of commenting on it. Because sometimes, I mean, savers are not great, but if you need to use them, you need to use them. I think too many comedians will sometimes try and just push through and continue being crappy and not commenting on it. And calling it out, you know, ingratiates yourself with the audience and they're more supportive of you, which we can see that they're, you know, they're like, okay, she gets it. She knows that she's not doing well. Shaw, that's okay. It's all right. And the joke after that was that she's a hot mess, but baby, it won't land right now at this moment. That's all right. This le- Why would that be that funny? Leads us right into our next very special guest, the Viv. The last time she had plastic surgery done, the doctor asked her for her nose job, would she like it to stay cut? <laughs> it doesn't make it. I don't even know what the words yeah. meant. Well, the, to me, honestly, this also just shows poor planning on Jada's part because mm-hmm. I think she thought she could get up there and just read straight from the the her write her notes mm-hmm. and that she could just kind of go from there. And it's like, no, you have to have this shit memorized. Yeah. All right. <laughs> yeah, that was not the way that joke was supposed to go. <laughs> so she is the bill. so hard going after such a strong roast <laughs> that's a great joke and a great callback to yeah great and it also it's it gets you right into it you yeah. know <laughs> well what an honor it is to be able to close this oh wait you didn't give it you didn't give jada a grade uh i would say a d minus i agree with you on that one here we go celebration of horrible horrible men <laughs> <laughs> it really is the who's who of who was available so the only thing I have with that is don't some of the queens, uh, don't they, aren't they like female? Don't they say that they're female? Um, oh yeah, like Jinx for sure is non-binary. Yeah, that's, that's a thing. And then also that who's who of who's available is such an old timey joke. I mean, that joke is so old. Which I don't, you know, I get that. I, I do think that maybe what she should have done since she had the really good Jada thing is mm-hmm. just straight, go, go straight into her other stuff. Like doing mm-hmm. we you have like an introductory joke mm-hmm. to like introduce yourself to the, and, but if you come up with something that great off the fly, it's like, you got to scrap it and move on. You've yeah. done your introductory joke, you know, like, so I think she maybe, I think she hurt herself a little bit by going into going back to her, her written material. Um, but yeah, I, and I don't think the joke needed a tag. You know, I think it could have been one or the other. This is a group of horrible people. Like horrible people could have been good, or horrible mm-hmm. drag queens, or well, you no, know. the joke she's making is an old timey joke that's probably not as acceptable now. Which is that these aren't women; these are men. Yeah, which I mean, it's just not true because some of them are women and some of them are non-binary. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, girls, for acknowledging my K addiction. After sitting through this shit for an hour, I think I'll take it back up. <laughs> Not a bad joke. No. <laughs> but on to our honorees. After Drag Race, Monet's career path was simple. Do everything Bob the Drag Queen did, but shitter. <laughs> <laughs> Is that the way the British say it? Is there a person from the UK here? Do they say shitter instead of... We would say shittier. I think it... Yeah, it seems like it. Yeah. Oh, Luke says they do say shitter. Okay. Very good. All right. Uh, let's carry on here. Thank you, Luke. Monet had her own talk show 
well, on the internet, called the exchange That's rate, which is Latin for cancelled. <laughs> good joke. The show was meant to be an exploration and reflection of Monet's talent and personality, and sadly, it was. <laughs> Another solid joke. Trinity's catchphrase this season has been, I live! And she does, until that backstreet B-grade silicone migrates into a vital artery, and then, girl, you die! <laughs> That joke, I think, is her best joke because not only is it it's funny, Mm -hmm. but it also to me it does something that almost (laughs) the queens were able to do, which is string along a series of words without without messing up. Yeah. So it shows that she rehearsed it. (laughs) (laughs) Shea Coulee, calm down, Jinx. That's not a dessert. (laughs) That's a good joke. But then they cut out. I think there was a Shea joke here, but they cut it out. Jinx had a Zoom wedding, not because of the pandemic, just because her husband couldn't bear to be in the same room as her. Good joke. <laughs> but I just want to thank each and every one of you for coming here tonight. I hope you've had a fun time, and if you ever need a friend to pee in a cup, don't ask me. Thank you. Good night. And then she hit herself at the end, which is smart. That's smart, yeah. All right, what grade are you giving uh, the Viv, Laurie? N.A. I thought she did really well. Yeah. I'd give her a B. You know what? I'm going to move Jinx up to an A minus. I'm going to give the Viv a B plus. Okay. Yeah. I just um, love that I, I I was on the wrong channel in the chat and mm-hmm. I just went on there and they're, they're doing bits on how I would grade students in my classroom. <laughs> and uh, I'm just saying you're not wrong. Yeah. So. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, and Laurie, this is just meant to be a quick just roast recap. Drag roast recap. Uh any other final comments that you want to make before we close the book on this uh on this uh thing? I thought this was a great roast. Yeah. I thought that overall, I thought this was a good roast. And right. you know what's something that's so crazy about this season is that if you had told me what it was on its face, I would have thought, oh, I'm gonna hate this season. Mm-hmm. Nobody's getting eliminated. It's all positive, mm-hmm. but I re- I really enjoyed this season. All right, I really yeah. It just the, everyone's so talented, and yeah, it's great. All right, very good. Well, guys, that's gonna do it for this uh, very special episode of RuPaul's Drag Race Recap. Be sure to join us next week and every week as we continue to discuss, dissect, and deconstruct each brand new episode of RuPaul's Drag Race Recap. So for Lori Regan-Keep and myself. Sashay away until next week. Thank you for listening to RuPaul's Drag Race Recap. Have something to say? Leave us a voicemail at speakpipe.com slash afterthoughtmedia or email us at dragracerecap at afterthought.media. For more drag race and LGBTQ content, support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash afterthoughtmedia. This episode was produced by Luke Stamen and Zach Birch. Nathan Brown has two other podcasts. The first is Breaking Down Bad Books, and the other is called Bravo Bravo Effing Bravo. You can find those podcasts wherever you get your podcasts. You can also find Nathan on Instagram at NathanBrown90. Finally, follow Joe Bettens on Instagram at Joe Bettens. Special thanks to our expensive tier Patreon supporters. Agnes Yesho Pinska. Alex S. April Pacheco, Obtuse Guy, Brad Coley, Karina Williamson, Dave O, 
Deck Head, Elizabeth Timmer, Emma, E. Smith, Boastful Cake, J. Thomas Plank, Jesse Harris, Anonymous, Lauren Eckert, Dufus Maximus, Lucy Carrasco, Luke Stammen, Mercedes Muller, Nicholas Springham, Nikki Baker, Poppy Woods, Ricardo Herrera, Robert NYC, Sarah Yu, Tom Bombs, Travis Newland, Troy Anderson, Zach Nelson. Drag Race Recap is an Afterthought Media Podcast.